Motzei Shabbat Parashat Vayera 2022. Whoa. Let's talk. Let's talk this evening about uh, the isur, the prohibition of eating before Havdalah. And now, in order to deal with that, we have to just take a brief step backward and talk about Havdalah in general. What is Havdalah? Is it a mitzvah from the Torah? Is it a mitzvah from the Rabbana? And of course, we know Havdalah is Havdalah al Hakos. We do Havdalah, we just did in the Knis. Havdalah together with a, a, a wine or grape juice, and then, of course, Bissamim and Ner and so forth. That's, that's what you're dealing with in the Havdalah. What's the sourcing for that? Harambam and Perikhaftet of Hilchot Shabbat mentions it together with Kiddush. So as Harambam, he mentions it in Sefer HaMitzvot and Mitzvah Kof Nun He as well. So as Harambam, here's how it works. It says the Torah says Zachoret Yom Hashabbat lekadesho. The Gemara here in Masechet Pesachim and Davkov Vav is Doresh that pasuk is referring to Kiddush. Zachoret Yom Hashabbat lekadesho. Says Harambam, what's the primary central word in that pasuk? Zachor. Zachor not milashon zechirav memory, maybe a little bit of that, but lehaskir to mention what you're doing on Shabbat is you're mentioning the sanctity of the day. Now says Harambam, that extends from the beginning of the day through the end of the day. And as a result, Harambam writes, Kiddush and Havdalah are both a fulfillment min Torah, a biblical command of Zachoret Yom HaShabbat LeKadesho. Now Harambam is not the only opinion on this matter, but he's certainly in the majority view that Havdalah, which we do every Mosei Shabbat, is a mitzvah from the Torah. Magid Mishneh, right there in Perik Kaftet, at the beginning of Hilchot Shabbat, he notes that not everyone agrees with Harambam. How could you disagree? It's Pasuk in the Torah. Well, that Pasuk is a little cryptic. It's even hard. The rabbis tell us it's talking about Kiddush, but they never say explicitly it's talking about Havdalah as well. The, probably those who disagree, and we can count them, but they're the minority view, uh, read the Pasuk the way Ramban Nachmani in Perik Yotet of Sefer Shemot reads it. He says that the Pasuk, the primary central word is not Zachor, but it's rather Lekadesho, that last word in the Pasuk, to sanctify it. Ramban Nachmani in his commentary likens it to Yovel. says, Yovel, v'kiddashtem et shenat ha-hamishim shana, what was the imperative upon Betin was every 50 years to say, this year is sanctified at the beginning. That's what you would do. Le Kadesho is the primary word, the central word in that Pasuk. If you have to put an underline, sometimes I do that with students, put an, not really, but I should, put an underline underneath or box in the central word. So Le Kadesho is according to Ramban Nachmani. As a result, you can understand the counter argument. If Le Kadesho, the sanctification, and we're likening it to the beginning of Yovel, well, that's at the beginning of Shabbat. By mentioning, you bring forth sanctity. That's Kiddush. The very name Kiddush is Kiddushatayom. Havdalah is only mitzvah midrabbanan, according to that opinion. Well, that's the debate. Um, well, how does it play out? Lahalacha, as I said, we generally assume that's a mitzvah aseh min ha-Torah. The Gemara in Masechet Shavuot and Daf Yod Haytamutbet says that a person who says Havdalah lahakos on Motzei Shabbat is okay to have children who are more hora'a. What's to be more hora'a? It's make rulings. What does making rulings have to do with saying Kiddusha al-Hakos? Well, Havdalah by definition is a tricky business. It's being able to discern and it's not so easy. The difference between a couple of minutes ago and right now feels very similar to me, does it not? Have you noticed something different in the spirit and the nature of the day? To be Mavdil ben Kodesh the whole requires a 
discerning eye uh, and ability to, to pay attention to details. That's a more If you're properly determining law, it means you have an attentiveness to details. You can separate, you can distinguish. It's for that reason the Hachamim say that Havdalah in Tefillah is an Atahonen. Atahonantanu, we say, Mada, you gave us knowledge, Bina, the ability to discern, then Kodesh Lechol. That's something that requires a very attentive eye, a sensitivity to the world around you, to your relationship with Borei Olam, to your understanding of what this day is. That's the nature of this mitzvah of Kiddush, of Havdalah. And he's including Havdalah. That's How right. does he break down that pasuk? It goes like this. Zohrehu zechirat shevach vekiddush. Mention on the day its sanctity. You can mention its sanctity at the end. It's one thing to bring the sanctity, it's another thing to just mention it. Are women obligated in Havdalah? Well, we say yes. Are they obligated? Hard to make the case that they're obligated at all. It's mitzvah It's a positive time bound mitzvah. Why should women be obligated? Well, Kiddush, the Gemara, Masechet Shivuot, and Dafkaf, and the Masechet Berachot, and Dafkaf as well, as mentions that Zohor v'Shamor b'Dibure Had Ne'emru, which means to say, if you look in the Torah, in Parashat Yitro, it says Zohor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadesho, in Parashat Vayit Hanan it says Shamor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadesho. In the eyes of the Rabbi, Zohor is the positive commandments. We'll say Kiddush, right? And Shamor is the negative, what you can't do, the Melachot. Say the Hachamim, Kol Sheyeshno Bishmira, Yeshno Bishichira. They were uttered by God, Kivyachol, at once to tell you anyone who's commanded in the negative commandments of Shabbat women, of course, all the mitzvot lo are obligated so to the mitzvot ta'aseh. How far does that extend? Does that extend to Havdalah? Or is it only by Kiddush? Well, certainly by Kiddush, that's what the Gemara is talking about. Is it by Havdalah as well? As Steve said earlier, Shulchan Aruch and Siman Resh Sadivav, Sa'if Het, if I'm not mistaken, states explicitly, no, not Sa'if Het. Oh yeah, Resh Sadivav, Sa'if Het, says Shulchan Aruch. The Halakha is that women are obligated in Havdalah just like men. Now that's tricky. Are they obligated in Torah? He continues and he says, but there are those who say that they're not. How could you argue that they're not? We just made a great cogent argument that they are. There's several vantage points. The most basic one, as explained by the Mefarshim of Shohan Aruch, is that Havdalah is after Shabbat. Technically speaking, it's when Shabbat's over. So to say, that's talking about the mitzvot on the day. Havdalah is after the day, or it's what ends the day. Maybe I wouldn't extend it. Well, ultimately speaking, we assume women, as Shohan Aruch says, are obligated in Havdalah. And as a result, Hacham Vadya Yosef and Yabiya Omer Helek Dalit states, women can make Havdalah. Ashkenazi poskim, starting with the Raman all the way down, will, will ward women away from saying Havdalah because of a safek berachot and several other issues. They'll tell women not to. Sfaradi women can make Havdalah without any issue. That's if need be, even for their husbands. That's right. That's what Hacham Vadya Yosef writes in Yabiyah Omer Helek Dalit. Okay, well, that all being our backdrop, let's now step forward and talk about eating before Havdalah. Who talked about eating before Havdalah? You just told me to do Havdalah. Of course, we're only going to be dealing with an Isumid Rabbanan. Just finish the Who wants to eat? Alternatively, and we'll touch on this as well, what if you, I don't know, you're late to the game, you prayed Minha, you hecky too much, and now it's past sunset. 
uh, we're in a zone now. Maybe I shouldn't be eating any longer. You're allowed to start Sa'udah Shlishit then. We've had this issue during COVID time when we were starting much later. We had issues and there was an uproar in the Knesset. And I have to tell everyone, I'll tell you what the halacha is, gentlemen. I can handle this one. Uh, we shouldn't be doing this We had this conversation. We shouldn't be doing it but it happened once or twice. But the, well, we'll talk about exactly yeah. what the circumstance was. First and foremost, the Isur. The Isur, it's a Gemara here in Masechet Pesachim and the Gemara says you're not supposed to eat before Havdalah. Says the Gemara you're not supposed to eat or drink before Havdalah. That's specifically so. You're not supposed to have wine or beer. Uh, during this time period, whatever that time period is, before you made Havdalah on Motzei Shabbat. But the Gemara says, Maya, water is permitted. And the Gemara says, that's a mahluk at Harambam, Pere Kaftet, Vichot Shabbat Halacha, his, Posek Lahalacha. Water is permitted during that time period. Shohan Aruch follows Harambam on that matter. Water is permitted. Why would it be prohibited? The answer is twofold. Number one, the Chachamim said, we don't want you eating before. And number two, and you would have started with this, it's a mitzvah. You have to fulfill the mitzvah. You can't be eating when so you're about to fulfill the mitzvah. they because they want to give you a gedet? So it's certainly it a gedet. However, beautiful, says David, te'ima, even tasting is asur. Even drinking is asur. I'm telling you why. So on the one hand, you would have told me it's shemeyim mashik. Maybe you'll extend it, says David, if that were the case. Then te'ima, just tasting, would be permitted. The isur is that the hachamim say it's mosa'i shabbat. Chalas, don't serve yourself prior to serving what you're supposed to be doing to the extent that they made an isur midrabanan, not just a gezerah of shemeyim mashik, but in Isur Midrabanan Vachila and Shetiyah. So I just told you I'm why. They want you focused on the mitzvah. So to get it. That's it. I call it a Isur Midrabanan. Because you're gay there, you tell me, because I might. There's no because right. I might. It's because, uh, what's the right word? It's Mabisir. It's because it's inappropriate. No, that's reason. No, that's the difference okay. between gay and Mabisir, right? What we're saying is just inappropriate. You have to be saying Havdalah at this time. Well, that being the case, that being the case, Tosafot, uh, the Gemara continues, and it says a person who eats or drinks during that time period, the prohibited things to eat or drink, uh, says the Gemara, that person will fall to Askera. Askera oh, is, a, uh, is what? Askera is a disease. Asphyxiation, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't looked it up recently, but in the past, that's the way I looked it up, and it was asphyxiation. What's asphyxiation? It means you'll be strangulated. What do you have? Know, one slow, second, slow, slow down. Well, you told me the rabbis told me not to eat or drink, and if I do so, I'm going to. Uh, I won't have oxygen. I won't be able to breathe. It's a bit much, okay, but it's a strong statement more than anything. Don't, uh, well, don't try this. But maybe if you tried it, you might not have that. What's the statement? They're certainly trying to. But why did they choose that? Says Tosafot. I'll tell you why they chose that. The Gemara Masechet Ketubot and Daflamet says that even though we don't have our Ba'at Mitot Betin any longer, we can't kill. Thankfully, I would say. But you know, with Sikila Serefa Herig Vachenek says the Gemara Din Arba'at Mitot are not Betelot. What does that mean? A person who is Hayav X, Y, or Z, Kivyachol, nature will get you in that way. For example, says the Gemaraf, a person supposed to get Henek, that's uh, being strangulated when they would do that in court for specific sins. What will happen to that person? One of two things. Either they'll drown, of course, you don't have the oxygen underwater. Alternatively, says the Gemara, you'll die of Askira, you'll die of asphyxiation. It's says Tosafot, here, look at this person. Okay. <laughs> says Tosafot, look at this person. He, he tended to his own needs first, tended so to his I own needs. Allowed. 
tended to his it's tended to his own needs, and as a result, uh, so we have to treat him for his own needs. Well, your own needs, you went to those. I'll handle you. You'll choke on that kivyachol. <laughs> Maharsha doesn't like the approach of Tosafot. Says Maharsha, if that's the case, any time, quote unquote, you ate of prohibited food, the hachamim should say you're going to die of askira. Okay, Maharsha has a longer, complicated interpretation. Either way, you have that statement in the Gemara. Asks Victor, what about water? Why is water permitted? First and foremost, is water permitted? As I told you, Shohan Aruch says water is permitted. Nonetheless, Kafa Hayim, Rabbi Yaakov Hayim Sofer, quotes that the Geonim, Geonim are not too long after the time of the Gemara. It's true, but the Gemara, Shichra and Hamra are prohibited. It's explicit in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Achila and Shetiyah, this is specifically so. Shichra means beer, Hamra means wine. Water is permitted. And then the Gemara says, but not everybody agrees to them. They tell a story about that. Well, the Maskana, I told you, Harambam says, Water is permitted. says, Water is permitted. The question is, why is water permitted? Asks Victor. Question furthermore, is water permitted? Okay, we'll go on the opposite is it permitted? All right. Come on. First and foremost, first and foremost, is it permitted? As I said, Shohan Aruch and everyone seems to say, Kafah Hayim quotes from the Geonim, that it's not permitted. It's not permitted. It's against the Gemara. Okay, it seems to be an alternative approach. It's inappropriate. They have a Victor approach. If you're not allowed, you're not allowed. We'll stay away from this Hamira. Indeed, indeed. Hamira, important question. Hamira sakanta me isura is the statement. Generally speaking, we fear sakana more than isur. And as a result, the Geonim, uh, we got to be nervous. Furthermore, Kafah Hayim is certainly being inspired, if I'm not mistaken, he quotes it explicitly, Piriyat Haim, and Sarizal, and several of the Mikubalim are very strong on this. No water whatsoever. We're not having water on Mosei Shabbat. Okay, well, uh, what's the halachash? Hamvadia Yosef and Chazonovadia on Shabbat. Helek Bet says, listen, water's permitted. Uh, you want to be Mahmir? You know, one of those, Tavu Alav Beracha, or something along those lines, which means water's permitted. The Poskim ask, well, water's permitted. Is tea permitted? Is soda permitted? Or any of these sorts of things? So how they, they distinguish in the following fashion? Not easy distinction, but I can understand, I can accept it, right? They distinguish, they distinguish, they say if it's not sugared, so it's water with a little bit of taste, a tea taste, maybe a coffee taste, but without sugar, I, that's permitted. And what they're really speaking to is the reason over here. Are you tending to, as I just stated from Tosafot, your needs, but before the need that you're supposed to be, if it's your need because you're having some water, that's to... That's not your need per se. I know, maybe if you went for a run, it's your need. But generally speaking, water is to soothe your your your, your throat in some way. It's to, it's to, maybe you're feeling nauseous or whatever it is. So you had water, water, any of those things would be permitted. We say that because sugared beverages would be different. That all being the case, we have an isur in place. What's the halacha in that circumstance that I talked about earlier? And that is, oh, before that, what about women? Are women a part of this? Shalaruch has no mention of women. The Gemara has no mention of women because they all assume that women are whatever women are. And they also, you know, not, not too excited to talk about it. We know from our conversation earlier that women are Hayavot in Havdalah. If women are Hayavot in Havdalah, there should be no reason to distinguish between women when it comes to the Sisur Achila and Te'ima. There has been some of the Aharonim look for a leniency and they suggest if Havdalah is only Midrabbanan, 
which is the minority view I told you. And this Isur is clearly only Midrabanan. Well, women maybe should be okay on this because it's after Shabbat. We're uncertain if women are even obligated in the and as a result, they're lenient. I would not be lenient on this. I would tell your wife not to eat before Havdalah, but from what time period onward? Says Shohan Aruch here at the beginning of Siman Resh Saditet, Asur le'echol shum davar o afilu lishtot yayin o she'ar mashkin chutz mimayim. You're not allowed to eat or even drink anything but water. And he does mention, by the way, wine, right? Isn't that interesting? He mentions wine because he's telling you, and that's the distinction that we're talking about earlier, fine beverages. It's not talking about beverage to quench your thirst. It's talking about fine beverages. Mishetechshach. What's Mishetechshach? The word Mishetechshach means it gets dark. What's darkness? Of course, we never know what darkness is. So, Steve, it's dark. It's sunset. Is sunset really darkness? I have something called Setakochavim. I never know what Mishetechshach is. Is it three stars? Is it 15 minutes? You were last week yelling at me 15 minutes. You don't remember, Sammy? I mean, so what is Mishetechshach? And of course, here, much as always, we have that debate amongst the poskim. Taz, Rabbi David Segel, in his commentary to Shohan Aruch, quotes from his father-in-law, Bach, Rabbi Yoel Sirkis. He quotes from his father-in-law, Bach, who says, you know, I've noticed that people start Sa'udah Shilishit after Shki'ah, and they're doing the wrong thing, and we have to go out and stop it. That's what Bach writes. Bach has a commentary by Hadash on tour, on tour of Rabbi Yaakov ben Harosh. That's what he writes. His son-in-law, who loves to disagree with his father-in-law. Before I was married, I couldn't understand it. Once I'm married, of course, of course you want to find Every opportunity he has, he slams his father and mother. It's very rare. And I think I remember one place he could defend him, and he says something like, Ender something like that. And he says, what are you talking about? Safik hashecha is after shkiah. What we're dealing with in this circumstance is safik hashecha from sunset until Seta Kochavim is what we call Ben Hashem Ashot. What's Ben Hashem Ashot? I think we've said this in every Saturday night class this thus far. It's what it means to be an American Jew or a Jewish American. It means It means me, half Ashkenazic, half Swaradi. It means we don't know exactly what we are, but we're that. That's what Ben Hashem Ashot is. So Safik Hashecha is really the time period we're dealing with. Uh, well, I don't know about you, Jack. I used to think you didn't, but now I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so uh, what we do, we have have the we have the Ben Hashem Ashot, we have the Ger Vitoshab. It started with Abraham Avinu. Is he a Ger? Is he a, is he a stranger or is he a Toshav, a resident? The answer is, of course, yes. He's both. How could you be both? That's the way it is. That's the way we work. Anyway, Ben Hashem Ashot is what we call Safik Hashicha. We're not certain. Is this dark? Is it not dark? Well, what's the halacha? Again, Bach says, no eating. That's when the Isur begins. Even though you're not really making Havdalah, then that's when the Isur begins. The rabbis drew the line there. Mishetech Hashach. Taz, his son-in-law, says, not that way. Mishnah Berura, of course, the Havetz Chaim Bisrael Meir HaKoyim, he makes the argument that it's permitted during that time period. What's his argument? He says, generally speaking, we're talking about eating Se'udah Shilishit. He says, that's a mitzvah. So he says, you're dealing with potentially a mitzvah midrabbanan, albeit a mitzvah, albeit midrabbanan, but a mitzvah, so actually she is a mitzvah to be had during the day. So you're dealing with a safek mitzvah, a safek isur, 
Furthermore, he quotes an explicit Rishon of Ben Yah Levi who says explicitly, we're not talking about Shkiah, sunset, we're talking about Zeta Kochavim, which is later on. And as a result, he permits, Hacham Vadya Yosef in his book, Liviat Hen says, as a result, you have about 13 and a half minutes after Shkiah. Now, that's not Lechat Tehillah. He doesn't want you ideally doing that because we mentioned others. But if you need to, you need to. You're allowed to eat during that time period. What's the 13 and a half minutes? It's probably numbers that are calculated for Israel. Israel, generally speaking, we're dealing with about 15 minutes from what we call sunset until what we call Tzeta Kochavim. In his book, Chazon Ovadia, he always changes the terminology. He says, about a quarter of an hour. It's about 15 minutes. Like Minha, it's about like the end of a fast day, which is a mitzvah midrabbanan. Generally speaking, that's the minimal amount of time. Amotzei Shabbat, of course, we don't just do 15 minutes for Seta Shabbat. We do, well, it depends what synagogue you pray in. That's what we do for Seta Kochavim. Friday night? To be dressed separately. Important question. Okay. Important there, question. There, there is a difference. But there is you a difference. There night. is a difference. It's explicit over here. Hotz me mine. So on Friday night, Shohanarus is explicit that he doesn't want you having even water and the, um, to, to be addressed separately. But that being the case, again, just to very briefly summarize the issues we addressed over here. Number one, what is Havdalah? Where did it come from? Is it a mitzvah min banana? Is it a mitzvah min haTorah? Which are important questions when you address anything in the context of Havdalah. Are we dealing with a safek min banana or a safek min haTorah? And the answer is, following Harambam, we're dealing with a safek de oraita, and that's the primary opinion on this. We furthermore address this issue of not eating, and it's not a regular not eating before lighting candles, not, not you know, on Hanukkah. That, Shemei Mashech, over there, Te'ima would be permitted. Over here, there's an Isur. For one reason or another, as Victor points out, we need to define that this Isur is applicable over here, not necessarily in other circumstances. What we didn't address very briefly is, if you're in the middle of Se'udah Shilishit, do you need to stop your Se'udah Shilishit? On Friday night, the Gemaran, Shohan Aruch's Posek, this way says, if you're in the middle of your meal, I don't know who has these late, you know, you're having a late maza in the summer or something like that, you have to stop. And then say Kiddush. You can't continue once it's already Shabbat. All right. And then pray Albit, of course. But anyway, when it comes to Havdalah, when it comes to Mosei Shabbat, it's different. Mosei Shabbat, Seta Shabbat is what the Lashon of the Gemara is not Kovea. As a result, it's permitted to continue eating even afterwards. And then you finish your meal. And then you'll, you'll finish Shabbat. However... When we're dealing with this isur, whether it's food or any of the beverages aside for water, any of those other beverages that we said are permitted, when is this time period of prohibition beginning? That's what we addressed in the last, the last issue in this class, which is always an issue during the summer when you're playing with a close minhata shkia'ah. I would not advise, because there is a mahlok at haposkim, to do this Make sure you start a minute or two before shkia'ah, your se'udah shilishit. If you're in that situation, and it happens here all the time. Someone shows up late to Minha, they're finishing their Minha, they run out, and everybody tells them, sorry, too late to eat. It's not correct. It's certainly permitted to eat. What we say is, in Safik Hashecha, we follow the opinion of Taz, of Mishnah Berurah. As a matter of fact, Hacham Vadya Yosef quotes it, not from one of my ancestors, but from someone who shared, well, my son shares his name, Hacham Yitzhak Harari, wrote a book, Zachor Yitzhak. He always calls it Zachor Yitzhak Harari. My good friend Danny Harari, it's his great, 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 
great-great-grandfather, whatever, Hamosheri's ancestor. Anyway, he writes in there as well that the Minhag and the Halacha in this manner, and Bihayim Palachi quotes him on this as well, is that in Safik Hashecha, although not Lechatehila, fully permitted to eat during that time period, if need be, even if it's not Sa'udash Lishid, even if you're just snacking in some way, shape, or form, that would be permitted. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.